Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. On your new windows, visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. DuPont Circle now 38 degrees as we check in with Veronica Johnson. Mainly clear here this evening and overnight with clouds on the increase tomorrow. Temperatures will be starting out on Friday, about 27 to 32 degrees. We'll top out in the upper 40s to lower 50s across the area. We're tracking rain starting between 5 and 7 p.m. tomorrow. Could be heavy at times. Flood watch up for portions of the area. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Germantown 35, Annandale 37, down to the upper 20s overnight. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, the U.S. and allies launch strikes at targets in Yemen in retaliation for recent Houthi rebel attacks in the Red Sea. The latest from CBS on the way and updates and analysis all night. Maryland's gun licensing law heading back to court. Could it be revived? A top Maryland elections board member resigns after being arrested on charges tied to January 6th. I'm Kate Ryan. How to make it harder for hackers to hijack your Facebook profile. I'm Mike Marilla. Looking for a new restaurant experience? It's coming to the district. I'm Sandra Jones. The Capitol's badly beaten by the Kraken tonight. 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Wendy Gillette. Breaking this hour, the Naval Air Force confirms a Navy helicopter went down in San Diego Bay. It's unknown right now how many people were on board or their conditions. The U.S. and U.K. launched strikes on Houthi rebels in Yemen, possibly escalating the Israel-Hamas war to a regional conflict. CBS's Weijia Jiang reports from the White House Biden officials had warned of an attack. They said that there would be action taken, and we know that this week, the Houthis continued their assault on ships in the in the Red Sea. And so, you know, this is, again, what we expected to happen, although we did not know the extent, the details of how it would play out. Texas state officials are blocking Border Patrol agents from patrolling in a town that borders Mexico. The Texas Military Department confirming that it has taken control of the 47-acre Shelby Park on the Texas-Mexico border. Eagle Pass Mayor Rolando Salinas got word late Wednesday. They have an emergency declaration from the governor. This is something that the city didn't sign up for. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says they're using every tool and strategy to respond to President Biden's ongoing border crisis. U.S. officials telling CBS News, they're blocked from conducting their duties. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. Former President Donald Trump did not get to deliver a closing argument in his New York civil fraud case, but he did address the court for more than five minutes. CBS's Robert Costa. While New York state attorneys finished their closing arguments, Trump was already gone, pumping his fists as supporters cheered him at his 40 Wall Street building. New York State Attorney General Letitia James. This case is about the facts and the law. And Mr. Donald Trump violated the law. COVID cases and hospitalizations are once again increasing. Vanderbilt University Medical Center's Dr. William Schaffner. We're seeing an awful lot of mild infections. That is, they don't require hospitalizations, but you can feel miserable for three or four days. Hertz is selling one-third of its electric vehicles, about 20,000 cars in total. CBS News business reporter Jason Brooks explains why. CEO Stephen Schur said during the rental company's recent earnings report that there was a 
high cost of maintaining EVs and that collision repairs to EVs can often be double the cost of compatible gas-powered cars. Coach Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots have agreed to part ways after 24 years. This season was the worst of his career as the Pats finished with only four wins and 13 losses. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. WTOP at 1203. Friday morning, it's January 12th, 2024. Mainly clear, cold this overnight early morning. Veronica says the low by daybreak on your Friday should be somewhere between 27 and 35. We're at 34 in Washington now. Good morning to you. Eileen Lamey, thank you for taking us along for your midnight early morning Friday ride. We begin the ride this morning with Maryland's handgun license and law headed back to federal court this hour. The 4th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in this case granted the state's petition for the full court to rehear a case on whether or not Maryland's law requiring people to get a license before buying a handgun should stand. That measure was thrown out, you may remember, in November by a three-judge panel in the case, which ruled then the law was unconstitutional. The Westmore administration requested then the hearing for the full court's review last month. Governor Moore says he welcomes the court's decision here. He adds further, common-sense gun laws are vital to his commitment, he says, to keeping guns out of the wrong hands and save lives in Maryland. A Maryland State Board of the Elections official faces charges this morning tied to the January 6th event, including urging police at the time to join us after breaching barricades at the U.S. Capitol that day. 52-year-old Carlos Ayala of Salisbury, a member of the Maryland State Board of Elections, resigned after his arrest on charges tied to the rioting at the U.S. Capitol January 6th, including one felony count. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office, Ayala breached the barricades and was seen with a flag that said, We the People and Defend, and featured an image of an M16-style rifle. That same flag was seen on security video from inside the Capitol, poking through a window, jabbing at a Capitol Police officer. In March, he stood before a Maryland committee to accept the nomination to the State Board of Elections. At that time, he told the committee, Ensuring that people have fair and uh, equal access to the polls. Um, Super important. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. At 12.05 Friday morning, we turn to transportation on WTOP this midnight hour. Could more funding for Metro be tied to a new sports arena in Alexandria, Virginia? The question coming as the Virginia General Assembly is back at work this week in Richmond. We just started that process in listening to the community engaging with local and, of course, statewide elected leaders. Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin is working with the democratically controlled General Assembly as he pushes for the approval of a new arena in Alexandria for the Capitals and Wizards. As part of the negotiations, Democratic leaders have said they would like to see additional funding for Metro. Youngkin tells WTOP he is open to that idea, but it wouldn't be a rubber stamp. We need a business plan for the Metro. Provide us a business plan that we can then have confidence that we're not going to be right back at the table in two years' time worried about Metro again. And that has been my primary ask. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.06. Let's talk tech stuff on WTOP. Earlier this week, we told you about two women 
whose Facebook pages were taken over months ago by hackers trying to push an apparent cryptocurrency scam. So how can you try and protect yourself from something similar? For one of the victims, hackers got into their Facebook account by hacking into an old email address still linked to the account. But for months, they reported it to Facebook and nothing happened. Though after WTOP reported the story, Facebook did delete the profile. Digital expert Kim Commando says you should check for old emails on your account. And I've been on Facebook since 2009. And at that time, you could have multiple email addresses. Also, check for old phone numbers and... Do not use the same password for all your other accounts. A password manager can help. Also, Facebook allows you to view your profile as the public sees it. Use that to see what personal details you may not realize you're giving away. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. It's 12.07 Friday morning on WTOP. A little taste of this, a little taste of that. A flavor here, a flavor there you never try. Did you know DC Restaurant Week is coming? Monday, January 15th through Sunday the 21st. Whether it's lunch or dinner, DC's Winter Restaurant Week will showcase a variety of eateries throughout the district. We've seen a number of higher-end restaurants participate in Restaurant Week for the first time. Sean Townsend is the president and CEO of the Restaurant Association of Metropolitan. Washington. Starting at $25 a person, you can get a three-course lunch. While dinner will cost you $40 to $55 a person, some restaurants will offer to-go menus. It's all part of an effort to help the restaurant industry thrive. We rolled it out, we introduced it, and we saw folks sign up. And so obviously there's a demand for it. But we still wanted to keep Restaurant Week affordable because we do understand and value that it is for the consumer. Sandra Jones, WTOP News. Ahead this half hour on WTOP in the Midnight Hour, proper use advice for using those credit cards the right way. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to hymns.com slash joy. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. It's Friday, January 12th. Welcome in. 1208 on WTOP. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, guaranteed on WTOP 24-7. Our first midnight hit now with Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everyone. Keeping an eye on the Wilson Bridge, waiting for the next uh, opening and closing because of the scheduled overnight maintenance operations. But right now, traffic moving at a steady pace. Both sides of the beltway between Virginia and Maryland. And once you get into Maryland on the inner loop over by Pennsylvania Avenue, you find the right lane is blocked. There are intermittent lane closures along the far left side, not causing too much difficulty. Also in Prince George's County, northbound 201 between Eastern Avenue and US 50, it's the right lane and the merge that are blocked because of the road work. North of College Park in Prince George's County, U.S. 1 left lane blocked in both directions between Cherry Hill Road and Sunnyside Avenue. More road work in Prince George's County, northbound at 212, right lane blocked between Beltsville Drive and Old Gunpowder Road. That's on the approach 295. There is a brief delay. In Anne Arundel County at the Bay Bridge, eastbound span shut down. Two-way operations in place on the westbound span. One lane open either direction, not seeing any major delays. 100 eastbound after Arundel Mills Boulevard, single lane getting by the work zone. In Montgomery County, Glen Road, both directions between Piney Meeting House Road and Travala Road. The road closure in effect because of ongoing utility work in Howard County, southbound 95 prior to 32, left lane closed. 
Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai, Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Your Friday morning is going to be dry, but Friday night looking wet. Between 5 and 7 p.m., some rain will develop and continue until about 2 to 3 o'clock in the morning. There is a flood watch that goes up from 6 p.m. Friday until 6 a.m. Saturday. Could get more than an inch of rain. Expect clouds on the increase. Temperatures this morning in the 20s. Most neighborhoods will climb to about 50 degrees. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 34 degrees, midnight hour in Washington, Friday morning, January 12th. Brought to you this time around by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. Time now, 1210 on WTOP. We bring you money news at 10 and 40 past. Here's Jeff. Annual inflation rose to 3.4% in December, the highest in three months. Engine maker Cummins is recalling 600,000 Dodge Ram trucks, part of a settlement over emissions test cheating software. Sports betting in Maryland hit a record $560 million in December. $480 million of that was paid out in winnings. The Dow finished Thursday up just 15 points. The S&P 500 index down just three. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOB News. Overseas this morning, our first midnight check of Asian stock markets. Asian stock markets mainly higher, with the exception of the Kospi, which is down 21. Elsewhere higher, the Nikkei is up by 414 points this morning. Hang Seng is up five. The Shanghai is up less than a point. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 12-12 on WTOP. Stomach cancer is often misdiagnosed as acid reflux, indigestion, or an ulcer. Because of this, most stomach cancers are found in late stages when there are little to no options left for treatment. I'm not a health care provider, just a young mother who lost her husband to this cruel disease. If you or a loved one is experiencing persistent symptoms that can be really common, such as heartburn, having trouble swallowing, or indigestion, you should seek help with a gastroenterologist as soon as possible. You can also contact nostomachforcancer.org for more information. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Good Friday morning, January 12th. Glad you're starting your early midnight hour with us here at WTOP. Welcome in. If you're just joining us, you can look for it to be mainly clear, continued cold this overnight early morning. Veronica says the low should be on your Friday morning, somewhere between 27 and 35 by daybreak. We're at 34 in Washington right now. I'm Dean Lane. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 1213 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. There are a couple of approaches these days to using those credit cards. Some of us pay off that balance every single month, and the banks and credit card companies probably hate us for that because they're not making any money. But we've now learned here at WTOP, it seems that nearly half of credit card holders carry a balance month to month, and that's a lot more people doing that now these days compared to, say, two years ago. This morning, Bankrate Senior Industry Analyst Ted Rossman joins our Dimitri Sotis with some advice for you. Unfortunately, more people are carrying more debt for longer periods of time, I do think that inflation and higher interest rates are both a big part of the story. 
of course, everything seems to cost more these days. And it's not only things that we directly put on our credit cards either, by the way. Sometimes it's indirect. Sometimes it's that you're paying more for rent or health care or, or other things. Uh, it tends to be practical things that get people into credit card debt, namely emergency expenses and day-to-day expenses. So while it may be uh, either convenient or just the way some people think that, oh, you have a lot of credit card debt, you must have splurged on that big TV or whatever, it's usually not the case. That's right. Yeah, it's usually practical stuff. Unfortunately, though, it's a tough cycle to break because the average credit card charges a record high 20.74%. So that kind of brings us back to the other side of inflation, which is the higher interest rates meant to combat it. And yes, inflation's coming down, but there's been a cumulative toll there. And these higher interest rates are really a whopper. I mean, if you make minimum payments toward the average credit card balance, which is around $6,000, you'll be in debt for 17 years and you'll pay about $9,000 just in interest. So that's where we want to come up with a plan. If you can't afford to pay it all right away, Maybe consider a 0% balance transfer card. That's a great strategy that can consolidate your debt and pause that interest clock for up to 21 months. We heard some advice recently that if you're juggling several different credit cards and you've got to start paying it down, maybe you find the one with the smallest balance, maybe $500, just as an example. If you could pay that off, doesn't that give you a little psychological boost that you're on your way? It can. That's known as the snowball method to debt payoff, which is where you start with the lower amounts But like a snowball rolling downhill, you gain momentum and then you feel more able to tackle the larger amounts. There's another winter metaphor known as the avalanche method where you pay your debts from highest interest rate to lowest. That's going to save you more money mathematically. But I do think a lot of debt payoff is behavioral. Lastly, Ted, I had promised that we'd talk a little broader economy. We can't go into manufacturing and the whole bit. But uh, does this credit card situation paint a broader picture for 2024 economically? I think it's the ultimate all news is local issue and not geographically, but rather at the household level. Half of cardholders have debt and we've talked about how expensive that can be. The other half, life is pretty good. They're paying in full, they're avoiding interest, they're benefiting from rewards and buyer protections. I think that's actually emblematic of broader inequality in the economy. Basically, the big picture, I think, is more positive than a lot of people realize. Even though inflation has been stressing people out, I actually think most people's finances are better than they think. The job market's been strong. Economic growth has been strong. The problem is that none of this feels great because it feels like high inflation is gobbling up whatever gains you're making. So hopefully more progress to come this year on that front. That's Bankrate Senior Industry Analyst Ted Rossman on WTOP with our Dimitri Sokin. Quick look at some of the top stories we're following at TOP this early Friday morning. The U.S. and other allies conduct strikes against the Iran-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen following more than two dozen attacks on shipping interest in the Red Sea. Under Biden pleads not guilty this week to federal tax charges filed after the collapse of a plea deal that could have settled the case against him. And Donald Trump, former president, defies a judge this week, gives a courtroom speech on a tense final day of his New York civil fraud. More in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. 
There's nothing that brings out our emotions like winter weather. I love when the trees are glistening, covered in ice. I love making snow angels. I love when it's over. I want it to be over. Even if you're not a fan of the ice and snow, you'll feel better prepared with WTOP's weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. We're here for you all winter. The temperatures are really going to drop today. WTOP News. Facts matter. Thank the Lord for the night you're with WTOP, Lane. Friday morning, January 12th. Thanks for starting your early morning with us at 1218. Traffic and weather on the 8s over to Ken Berger first in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. A lot of activity up and down the 95 corridor in Virginia starting uh, just before Centerport Parkway. Left lane left shoulder closed because of construction work. Then northbound 95, just north of Warrington Road, heading up to Quantico, you're going to find pothole patching operations. The center lane and the right lane along with the right shoulder closed. Again, this is near Quantico. On uh, Then going on northbound 95 as you make the approach to the Springfield Interchange. Ongoing bridge inspection work. This is right before the Springfield Interchange. You can find a couple of lanes closed, then northbound uh, 395 from the Springfield Interchange. Uh, you're also going to find uh, the bridge inspection work with the left shoulder, two left lanes, mobile alternating closures, then northbound 395 from Springfield to King Street. This is pothole patching operations, the left lane, center lane blocked, then northbound 395 at the 14th Street Bridge. More pothole patching work. This is the blocking the left lane and the center lane. Waiting for the next installment of the overnight maintenance operations at the Wilson Bridge. Currently, all lanes are open either side, so we're not seeing any major delays. But you can expect uh, more uh, maintenance operations to shut down the Wilson Bridge later on in the overnight hours. In Maryland, we've got uh, the work zone going on at the Bay Bridge eastbound span closed. Two-way operations on the westbound span. Does your business need quick access to cash? FVC Bank's Lightning Lending offers a simple way to apply for and receive a loan in a flash. Apply today at fvcbank.com, member FDIC. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Mainly clear and cold this morning. Temperatures in the upper 20s to lower 30s. We'll see clouds increase. We'll very quickly go from partly cloudy skies to mostly cloudy here for the afternoon on your Friday. Temperatures will top out around 50 degrees but continue to climb for Friday evening. We've got rain, too, that is set to move in between 5 and 7 p.m. and continue until about 2 to 3 a.m. Saturday morning. Could get about an inch of rain in parts of the area under a flood watch. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And this midnight hour Friday, 37 degrees we have right now. Alexandria, 41 pin quarter, 35 Columbia. We're up a couple to 36 in our nation's capital. And coming right up this half hour on WTOP Friday. Six armed robberies of local cab drivers, one man arrested for them all. I'm Neil Augenstein. It's 12:21. The WTOP Charity of the Month is Central Union Mission. Men, women, and children experiencing homelessness and poverty have begun the new year hungry, lonely, and hopeless. But homelessness can end one person at a time when you partner with Central Union Mission. With $3.21, you can provide a meal, care, and an introduction to Central Union Mission's life-changing programs. A gift of $50 will feed and care for 15 people. How much hope can you provide? Visit WTOP.com and search charities. 
Cabinet Discounters, we truly love what we do. Transforming kitchens, bathrooms, basements, any room. Creating new ways to help you achieve your vision. And all within your budget. Visit one of our seven showrooms. Sit down with an experienced designer and build the kitchen or bathroom of your dreams. Call or go online today and schedule a free consultation at CabinetDiscounters.com. It's Cabinet Discounters, proud to serve you for over 40 years. Cabinet Friday morning, January 12th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Welcome in. It's 1221. This is WTOP News. Let's talk politics. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. New this morning is former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan prepping for a presidential run after the Republican has now apparently stepped away recently from the No Labels Board. That was last month. Hogan's resignation letter at the time dated on December 15th actually holds no particular details about why he left the third-party effort. Hogan had long been at the center of discussions about a potential presidential campaign with no labels. The group is pledging still to put forward a unity ticket that it says will include one Democrat and one Republican. There's a break this morning in an investigation into a string of armed robberies in Maryland, and the victims are taxi cab drivers. Police say in each of the six cases, a man called an independent taxi service requesting a ride. Once in the car, he displayed a gun and demanded money. Now Prince George's County Police say they've arrested 24-year-old Francisco Chavez Ramirez. When they searched him, he had the exact kind of replica gun that the victim said was pulled on them. Police said Chavez Ramirez has a admitted all the armed robberies. They want to hear from other potential victims who haven't yet reported being robbed. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. In health-related news this morning, mask mandates coming back locally to a Maryland hospital system we hear this morning. Johns Hopkins Medicine says with the increase in RSV, flu, and COVID, it will make mask wearing mandatory starting today, this Friday, for employees, patients, and visitors at all of its locations in Maryland. Hopkins says the mask requirement is also necessary, they think, because vaccination rates for the general public right now when it comes to the issues of flu, RSV, and COVID remain very low. The mask requirement goes into effect at Suburban Hospital in Bethesda, Howard County General, and the Hopkins Hospitals overall in Baltimore later today, this Friday. We now know what temporarily shut down the Prince George's County Animal Shelter. The county says many dogs at the shelter came down with a bacterial virus called Strepzo. It's highly contagious and can be deadly for dogs if not caught early. The disease is normally found in horses, cattle, and pigs, and can cause, we're told, severe pneumonia in dogs. The outbreak forced the animal shelter to shut its doors last week and quarantine all of the animals at the time. It's staying closed, we're told right now, until further notice. The government is asking automakers how they plan to protect people from being stalked or harassed by partners who have access to vehicle location and other data. Nine large automakers received a letter from the chairwoman of the Federal Communications Commission asking for details about their connected car systems. Nearly all new vehicles have features that use telecommunications to find cars in parking lots, start the engine remotely, and even connect with emergency responders. Those features rely on wireless connectivity and location data that in the wrong hands could be used to harm someone. The FCC wants to know if auto companies have policies in place to remove access to connected apps and other features if a request is made by someone who is being abused, and if companies can remove access even from someone whose name is on the vehicle's title. I'm Lisa Dwyer. 
You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. WTOP at 12.25, our first midnight hit now with Steve. We'll start with news from the NFL. Head coach Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots have parted ways after a 24-year relationship. New England linebackers coach Jared Mayo and former Titans head coach Mike